Gamini talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Hey everybody, there's a shit cloud coming. Run for your lives. What up everybody? LR Radio Broadcast. Uh, I gotta turn that down. Word up. Everything playback going on. Hello, everybody. I'm Kieran. That's TJ, the mayor over there in the great city of Detroit. What up, Joe? It is the Lunatic Radio Show. Follow us on all the social medias at Lunatic Radio across the board. Instagram, Netflix, all that. Netflix. Twitter, I meant. What the fuck? Did you get some money that we don't know about? Ah, wrong. Yeah, no, I didn't get I didn't get money. Uh, she. What up, everybody in the chat room? Hello, 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 hello. Uh, hungover today, man. Did a radio show yesterday. Did a little drinking during the radio show. Don't know how the radio show turned out. It turned out great. It actually did, Kieran. You, uh, did, you did good. For once, you did good. Too bad you couldn't be that good on our show on Saturdays. I don't remember anything yeah. of the show. Yeah. Why do, why do we already have a dislike? <laughs> We just started. We already have one, one like or two likes and one dislike. There's one. A there, there is a dude out there trolling us. <laughs> there is a yeah, troll out there who just trolls us. I don't care. That's, that's, that's a matter, fine. man. If that makes his life better, who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, if you know what, Karen? We're not going to dwell on the people that dislike. We're going to dwell mm. on the likes. Yeah. And I like the three likes that we get, Karen. I like the three likes we get. I like the one dislike which, we get. I don't care. It keeps us. Which home. is me, you. And my girlfriend. I think that's our three likes. Three likes. We get three likes. Sometimes it's four. There's a phantom fourth like on each one of our, our broadcasts. Who knows? Every once in a while, John D. Noodle likes us. Yeah. Cool teacher likes us. Yeah. So We're doing all right. It's good, man. Fucking, yeah. Hell yeah. We're, uh, it's fucking Saturday. It's fucking LR Marathon quarantine mixtapes fucking uh, shows. I don't know, man. We're all fucking sitting here. And, you're a busy uh, man. Or, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're a busy man. Doing radio shows and God, yeah, it just never stops. But uh yeah, it'll be good, man. Apparently tomorrow we are broadcasting the show on Sunday on the Stan NYC's YouTube page. So that'll be uh fun. And uh, uh we'll we'll see how that works out. Uh yeah, that'd be good, man. I actually had talked to uh Chris Italia. He's uh you know, obviously the the club is shut down. Because of uh, the pandemic going on in New York City is fucking like 50,000 fucking deaths in New York City or something like that. I don't even know what's going on. But his club is shut down. I caught Chris talking to uh, comedian Paul Verzi on a little Instagram live thing. And Chris made the prediction, the hopeful prediction, that he might be able to open up the stand uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Maybe. And even at that, if he opens up his comedy club then, it'll be like... You know, sitting people six feet apart. I mean, if you do that in a club that size, you're not going to have many people in there. But you know, that that's what he was hopeful for. But he 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 was he was definitely thinking maybe 2021. So, in in lieu of not having any comedians do any fucking sets at his club, he was just like now he's like thinking about putting content on the YouTube page, and he asked us to fucking join him. So we'll see how that works. Yeah, you know, I actually got a suggestion for him. I got to hit him up because I got a suggestion for him. Because when I used to throw comedy shows at, there's a place called Ambassador Hall in town, and the, me and my entertainment company used to throw comedy shows back in the day. And what we did for all the 
So we had a front row, like in a U that's just one row of front row. And that's like to people that actually buy. Mm. And then behind that was tables. So you bought, and you can't just buy a ticket to that table. You have to buy the, the whole table. So usually it was the sponsors as part of sponsor packages. You know what I mean? Right. Well, uh, what I was thinking was the whole comedy thing is, is instead of buying, instead of selling seats or general mission, sell tables and just make sure the tables are distance because it, it's kind of like shitty to have like two people here, then two people there, then two people there. But if you have a table and it's less than 10 people, you know what I mean? Let's say it's six, a six person table and you have those spread out. I think it's just being a, a much more like a, like a better, I think this vibe, you know what I mean? I, I think the simple fact of having a lot of people in a small confined area is the problem. <laughs> like even in, right, in right. But instead maybe. of, but, but if you, but if you can have 50 people, let's say in, inside, mm. it's better to have five tables of 10 or, right. Well, know, I mean, however, you know, or, or 10 tables of five than it is of having like, a couple here and then scattered out as a couple there no, and then a, a couple, you know, it's an interesting dilemma. I mean, what do you do? I mean, cause I know the stand has tables, like they have tables where people sit and it's like, uh, you know, smaller tables, you sit like three around it, whatever. But what, it's a good question. What do you do with these comedy clubs? Do you, when you open them up, do you make them standing room only? So people are standing away from each other. Do you limit, you know, you do tables, but you limit the tables. What, is what do you do? Well, you don't you don't do you because, don't do standing room only because standing room people people don't especially when you're drinking have a good time well, a, you don't you stop thinking about it you can a, you can get up and move it's a different you're, it's you a, tables you can literally put tables wherever you want right and then they're not going to pick up a table and fucking but move it's it a, the it's show, a totally know? different scenario than anybody has ever been through so like what do you right. do like when they when they actually get the idea or, or New York allows Chris to open his his club again. It's not just like everybody's just going to show up and they're going to go on as usual. I mean, people are going to be afraid to go. So you got to cater to their needs, like their insecurities about being in a, you know, a public place with other people around. So it's an odd fucking thing for a business owner to to try to figure out what what the best yeah. route is to go in. Who knows? I think the opposite actually. I think I think the opposite. I think that um once things do open back up, you're going to have to actually like patrol and make sure people don't lose their mind and get too close. And like, I don't think people are going to be, I don't think you're not going to be able to fill a, a club. Mm. You know what I mean? I think the the problem is, is, is try once they're in the club, trying to make sure that they social distance or at least like not try to all congregate to the front of the stage or, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I think that's it, man, because we're stupid Americans, dude. We don't, we don't, we don't fucking follow rules. That's yeah. one thing we don't. Oh my, Chris is Chris is actually texting me right now. I was like, oh, I'm going to text him. I'm talking about you right now on the show. <laughs> yeah, he might as well just fucking call in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from Chris, man. I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting dilemma it, that he has to fucking figure out. I mean, and I feel bad for Chris because he's been through a, been through a lot with his his comedy club. You know, obviously getting it up and going was a thing, and then he lost one of his. Uh, you know, partners. Um, and you know, it, 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 and then, then he's still, still texting me. And then, you know, now he's going to deal with the pandemic. So it's like, it's a crazy thing. So fuck. So, so we might, the show might be uh, broadcasting tomorrow on the stand NYC's YouTube page. So if that's the case, obviously nothing changes for the listeners who listen live, you'll get the live feed and we'll just be on a different page and 
there'll probably be a lot more people listening and blah, blah, blah. So it'll be good for us. It'll be good for Chris. And, you know, it'll be fun. A lot more people interacting. And then who knows what happens down the line. Do we just, do we do like some shows on our own page or do we do, I don't know if we can simulcast to both pages. I don't know what happens. It's, it's, uh, but it's you a know, good it's opportunity crazy. for we, us. We were talking about for the longest time. We were talking, hey, there goes Chris in the chat room. You, you could have done this one there too. Well, you know, Chris, mate, there's always next week. There's always we'll next week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm down to do whatever, whatever, man. Yeah. What I was just about to say is that we were actually talking about me, you and him. Is we, we talked about this for a long time about mm. when the stand finally opens up. When he was going through all his problems, open the stand. We right. said, man, we can't wait for this, this thing to open up so we can all fly out to New York, do a live show straight from the club and everything. And mm. we kind of took that for granted now. Now that you look back at it and we kind of drug our feet on it. And yeah. it's like, man, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could have did shit, and now we take that for granted, and now we can't fucking go anywhere. We can't do nothing. So yeah, no. It, yeah, man, it, when, things, when things when things start getting back to where we can actually like do some things, man, I definitely love to go out there. And this club has such a good vibe going. When once it opened, it it was like the hottest thing in New York City. People were talking about it. He had different things going on. It wasn't just all stand up. He had you know he has a Legion Legion of Skanks podcast doing live broadcast every Monday there with Big J Okerson and uh, Luis J. Gomez. And, and then he, he would have, uh, you know, a weekend run with uh, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, you know, drop-ins from Chris Rock. Like, his club was fucking, it was popping, man. And it, it was a classy-looking joint. Even Rudy Giuliani, I believe, had lunch there one time. Who knows? It, 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 was, it was a good thing. So I, I was happy for him. But now the fucking pandemic happens, and now he's going to shut down again. It's like... It, it, when Chris and I used to do that fucking our, our podcast together, we used to always play the the theme song from uh, the movie Money Pit because it's just a fucking money pit. Like he's he, like when he did the show with me, like he, he was trying to get it open. And he's just like, I can't get it open because I know this. Fucking remember guy remember when he fired all them guys because he came in, they were like laying on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Not working his shit. Yeah. He, just, he said he's in the chat room. He said, TJ, you should go through the drive through again. The naked coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think that's the, I think that's the last time we all did the show together in the same room. Here, here's in the, the same studio. Here's the bikini baristas right there. Look at that, Chris. If he's yeah. watching live, here comes the bikini baristas. This is it's un, they're unreal. It's really popping off. Talking about a business that's popping off is the goddamn local bikini barista right down the road from me. Those girls, right. they're all they all have the coronavirus. I, I don't know. No one's really showing symptoms. I got to imagine. These girls are touching people all day, handing coffee to. I actually know the, the one second to the left, second one to the left. So, oh yeah, the uh, the brunette one. Mm-hmm. I love the amusement park all the way to the right, the top lot. Yeah, that girl's an amusement park, unreal. There you go, all of them. Go for those girls. I don't know how those girls don't have uh, the coronavirus. I honestly don't because they that because nobody's go, nobody go, they have shitty coffee so nobody's going through there. Been there just twice. ride by man. Been there twice and I, I had to say that the coffee was not even. I don't think the two cups of coffee I've had from the bikini beans has actually been warm. Just, they put half coffee, half milk in there. It's just like a it's terrible, but yeah, whatever. I the butts and everything. It's nice. It, it, that's one business we should have got into the bikini bean thing. Uh, TJ Damon. Don't, the only, yeah, but you know, the only thing, man, is we got they got they got to get better girls there because when me, you, and Chris Italia went through there, like it was almost scripted. Like they didn't know how to go off script. We would ask them like random questions, and it was like they were like computers or fucking. Remember that they were like robots. They were like, uh, and they just go back to the script. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris is saying the sound is really low. I don't think the sound. Yeah. Really turn, low. turn. Hey, turn me. Hey, turn the snares up. My headphones. No. Yeah. You're you're all the way up. Everybody's everybody's at the right level. Hey, just let everybody know if you want to call in. The live number to call in is seven one six three two five zero two ninety nine. That's seven one six three two five zero two nine nine. Call into the LR show Friday. Oh wait, we're not Friday nights anymore. Saturday. Saturday nights. Yeah. Uh, TJ, I know you are a big fan, and I'm a believer that NFL uh, won't take place. I'm on the I'm on the actually the same tip that Kurt Herbstreet is on with uh, you know the ESPN analyst for the for college football. He says that college football, the actual season 2020 season, is going to take place in the spring of 2021. I believe that the NFL might start before that, but it's going to be a while before the NFL plays again. But I know you, I know you're a, a big fan of the draft, which took place. How do you? How do, what is your characterization of how the draft went down with the virtual fucking draft? Like, you know, everybody being separate, not all in one location. I mean, did you, you watch know, it? Did you find it entertaining? I mean, I actually, I actually enjoyed this draft more than more than the last about four or five years, and, and this is why because mm. the last four or five years the red carpet has gotten so big and so big and so big mm-hmm. that it becomes like this, this stupid monstrosity of how loud can you be? You know what I mean? And all this stuff. And it's really, it, it's taken away from the actual football. You know what I mean? We have the Grammys and different shit for that. Right. Right. So this is, doesn't have the red carpet. It actually have pe- has people in their homes. And I thought it was great because it gives you like a more of an insight into these, in, into people's homes and lives and what they really got going on. Um, it was, it was actually funny. I had this in my notes for the show when we talked about it, but, um, Cliff Kingsbury's crib, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury ah. is the new coach for the Cardinals. I don't know if you got a picture. You no, bring a picture of I, his know, crib, but, I know. I'll try oh to Oh my God. It. it was, if it, cause he's, he's already like the, the bachelor coach, you know yeah. what I mean? In the NFL. That was the, and one. if it's not the most bachelor pad shit you've ever seen, I mean, he has it set up perfect. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, I, I love that. Uh, another thing I got to say too is, I don't believe some of these cats are living like they're living, and I think that they rented houses. Mm. Uh, that I, I haven't heard anybody really saying that as far as like like coming out and saying that they rented a house, but just from looking at everything and paying attention to the draft for three days. Eh, yeah. Uh, let me let me see if I can get this. Uh, you can't have this backstory about like you're from like the trailer park or you're from the hood and blah blah. blah and then all of a sudden, like on draft day, you're in like this monstrosity of a crib uh the fort worth star telegram has a picture. vaulted ceilings and fucking nice paintings in the background <laughs> leather yeah, no. furniture like it ain't going down like that god damn chris okay, i'm looking at his uh let me see if i Are you trying just... to look for Cl- cliff kingsbury's uh yeah i have it let me see if i could just uh there it is <laughs> i was trying to blow it up so i could yeah let me see if i can blow it up a little bit there it is i mean look at it it's like a look at that fucking crib he's got all white it's got the mountains in the background. It looks like he's uh it looks like he is in Fountain Hills, Arizona, if I were to guess, just based on the mountain range behind them. But yeah, it's a complete fucking pimp style bachelor pad. He is slaying. first of all, it's fucking eighty something degrees, almost ninety degrees in Arizona right now, and you see the fire in the back during the day. Yeah. He's the only person that can have a fire in the state of Arizona right now because how fucking, you know how I guess the whole fucking state goes on fire. Just, yeah, while he, fire he's, he's the head coach for the fucking Arizona Cardinals. I believe he's won like fucking maybe four games uh, in, the, in the NFL as a coach. 
but that is his house and he is slaying all types no, of poom I'm con- I'm convinced. I'm convinced that really that's that might be that might be Batman. He might <laughs> like that. Might be the new Batman. He is fucking. Look at this guy. Look at this fucking. He's just pad. Christian bailing it up right now. Just like I that's guess a that's a. I mean, he's got like this. Is that a? I mean, it's grass, I guess, out there. But it looks like it should be a place it's for artificial a pool. grass. Is there a pool? A, is there? I think I believe there's a pool next to that lawn right there. Yeah, another side of it. Then he's got um, an outdoor it, barbecue. Fucking Christ! When they when they look at him from the other camera angle, though. There's there's this room behind him and there's nothing in it, which like shit like that makes me like, yeah. eh, is this your crib or is this your crib for the draft? You know what I mean? All right. I, I would imagine it is because the- like a lot of the think about this, Kieran, like a lot of these houses, mm. there's not a lot of shit in the background that makes it like homey. Right. Right. And I'm not just talking about the coaches. I'm actually talking about the players, but he's just so happy to have such a fucking elaborate looking fucking crib. I don't think that this is. Uh, let me see. Look up his I don't know. I'm gonna look up his net worth. You know, not not at the we can ballpark it at least. No, he's a he's a college football coach. This is his first NFL job. It ain't about really about the money. It's just about like uh, you, you you're not. Uh, I'm just saying, like if you look at Bill Belichick's house, you know Bill's in his fucking own house. You know what I mean? You look at John Harbaugh. There's fucking pictures of his family and his brother and his sister and everybody in the background. Twelve million. His dad, his mom. Says it's twelve. You, million. you know what I mean? He's got twelve million dollars in the bank. That's what the, that's what the internet says. Well, he probably ain't got it in the bank, but he's worth it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like all these other I mean, players, he's doing it right. I mean, all these other coaches, he's he's doing it right. I mean, he's the he's a good looking guy. He's single. I believe he was dating Holly Saunders, the fucking big titted girl who used to do uh, was on the Golf Channel and Fox doing golf analysis. Uh, you know, he's single. He's living in Scottsdale. He's the coach of the fucking Arizona Cardinals. He's like 30, He's like forty years old. He's single. I mean, yeah, you're gonna own a pad like that. The pull in the strange from the fucking old town Scottsdale when they're out there drinking on Thursday nights. He's fucking in Scottsdale, Kieran. He's he's fucking, fucking in, Scottsdale. in Scottsdale. He's playing all. Types if it of- wasn't for the pandemic, if it wasn't for the fucking pandemic, spring training, like he would have just ate him up. You know how spring training gets in Arizona. Yeah. He, all- they just they just come in and fucking drones. They just they just roll in the hottest of hot, just roll in through Scottsdale. All this guy needs I to remember, do. Is- I remember. Um, so my friends, Caitlin and Kyle. Um, Two of my friends were put in bay, longtime friends. They they came and visited me around spring training time. And uh it was I remember the first thing when I went and took them from the airport, we went to uh you know, I lived in Tempe at the time, so we went down Mill Ave and we went and had lunch at uh we had the, the name of the bar was on a patio, and it was like every fucking girl around us, every group of girls for there for spring training, especially the Chicago Cubs and all this shit mm. right down the street. Like it was just, it was just ridiculous. Shot. Oh, uh, uh, another thing I want to do too uh, before we get going is I got to shout out um, all my peoples out in Putin Bay, A Dub, Caitlin, Kyle, Nick, all my peoples, Mark, Coop, Lisa, everybody out there because uh, I've been seeing pictures lately. Like they are getting ready as if shit's really about to go down this summer. Like season of the booty's really coming. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just like the. I just like how hopeful they are. Like, you know what I Putin mean? Putin Bay's a what? What a it's a summer vacation spot in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Lake Erie. What is Lake Erie? Yep. Yeah, Lake Erie. Um, but uh, but have you been seeing? Have you been seeing Dub's posts? When I, you get I the have pool not. ready and oh, the bar ready and everything. It's like, man, they're so hopeful, and I. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. Here is uh, by the way, go back to Cliff. All this guy needs is Cliff Kingsbury, dude. 
Uh, he just needs uh, a stack of non-disclosures right at his front door and just have people sign them before yes. they come in, especially if it's fucking 22-year-old strange. There you go. He's living the life, Cliff Kingsbury. He's doing it right. NFL draft. By the way, this is who the Jets fucking drafted. Oh, wait. Here we go. Call it. Call you're on the air. Go ahead. Listen, let me tell you guys something. Pussy Bay season of the booty 2020 <laughs> is going on, first of all. And second of all, that dude with the nice-ass house Arizona is fire. Yeah. Okay? He, he that is. dude should have a line with the glass window and um, fucking... Bitches to come you, in. You saying that's a nice you saying he house. should have? You should say you saying during the draft he should have cocaine lined up. I mean, I mean, he should have cocaine somewhere around there with like ten bitches line out the window, like Roger yeah, Goodell. Like oh, bitches lined out the window. Okay, okay. Because he does got a Scarface. He's got a kind of a Scarface type look to him with that nice ass crib. By the way, uh, this is a Dub, uh, DJ a Dub, the infamous DJ a Dub checking in. On the call line. I'm just mad because y'all not being real about everybody at their houses. Like, I'm serious. Like, we like Roger Goodell's haircut was terrible. And his <laughs> eyes were red, so we knew he was either smoking weed or, <laughs> or drinking. <laughs> and fucking uh, everybody else's houses, like some of the black people's houses, mama was smoking weed. Yeah. There are a couple yeah, of so, Hey, Dub, I got to ask you this. Hey, Dub, tell me this, though. When you look at somebody's players' houses, you know how they do the little profile of something like personal yeah. about them. And like one was like his mom was on crack for sixteen years, but they're in a crib that's like that's you can tell it's probably Bro, a, you me, know three thousand square foot crib all decked out, some new build that that can't be their house. Yes, right? it was funny because one hundred percent. There's been times where I've been like, you know, hey, let me use your house. I'm gonna be in this draft, and then sometimes you can tell these players have already ordered their Escalade, and then they'd be like, I want it fully loaded. And then they'd be like, oh, shit, I didn't go in the first round? Uh, sir, can you take off the powered windows and go to roll-up windows? <laughs> I, I would imagine. Can you take the speakers back? I don't like the speakers. They're crackling. I don't like them. Can you get the speakers out? You know them rims, man. They're right. just... <laughs> right. They, yeah. they try to find disclaimers. To go to 10? I would imagine when you close on the. Uh, you see their faces when they're in the second round? Oh, you gotta see their faces when they're in the second round. Funniest shit. Oh yeah, because they're all like, like you know, you know what the funniest thing is? The second rounders, the people around them that are kind of like, like you've got them people that are like, oh, oh hey man, man, you, you did it. We've been here for two days. We, we thought you were going yesterday. Right. Yeah, like yeah. ready to celebrate, but they haven't had a chance like I, yet. They're sitting there for yeah. fucking twenty four hours. <laughs> Super oh, wait, 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 the, the best same, one. Uh, outfit that you wore yesterday, because the camera have already showed you. You might want to change that outfit. Maybe we wear a t-shirt, I don't know. Uh, they, go from, they go from suits to sweatshirts the second day. You know what the funniest thing is? When, when uh, I think it was CeeDee Lamb. I want to say it was CeeDee Lamb. When C.D. Lamb got drafted, his girlfriend. Yeah, she was going to take a selfie. He's the phone back from his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. I, I saw I've that. I've seen that. I saw that. Yeah. She wanted to take a selfie right away, and he grabbed She's the phone. And like, no, 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 no selfies. Well, she, well, what she reported, or what she tweeted out, she said that his, uh, right. his agent was trying to You FaceTime guys have to keep it real phone. about these boys. This shit is funny. Notice the little bean. Yeah. Notice the, the little bean. Oh, like, they're great. Are, That's been the great part about it. Sitting next to him like. Looking at him like, you, oh, you didn't go in the first round? Like, I'm not coming back tomorrow. 
the, the, quarter, the quarterback, I thought the quarterback from Alabama when he got drafted, like the, he got drafted like eighth or ninth to the Miami Dolphins or something. He was wearing like a full on like fucking New York City red carpet suit next to his dad who was in a sweatshirt on the couch. His dad didn't give a fuck. Did you see that picture? Who was that? Didn't give a fuck. That guy didn't budge. He was just like, all right, I can finally go to bed. Yeah. The fuck out of my house. (laughs) Finally get a job. Get the fuck out. Are not noticing the little things when they when they pay them off to their their house. When they're paying to the house, like I look for shit like do they got roaches in their house? I don't know. Like what the fuck? And you know what? That's what I was mentioning earlier. Is that's the I think this is one of the best drafts because it's more personable. You get a little bit of insight. It's a, into how it's, a, it's a good it's a good point. It's not a fraud. Like you're seeing the real fucking players. You're seeing yeah, their families. Yeah. When they even panned off the Billichek's house, I'm like, where the fuck is Billichek? Like you should have a, like a mansion, but you in this little ass room, like the bathroom. It looked like you were in the bathroom with your laptop. Yeah, it makes the it makes the plays a little but bit more did have his, But he did have his dog, though. He did have the little cute husky, though. I see what Belichick he was trying to do. Everything, everybody thinks Belichick's a hard ass. In the last couple of years, he's been trying to like get his little his little you know his little soft spot in. And so he had the dog on. I get it. I get it. But, but yeah. speaking of the Patriots, I love the fact that they were still booing Roger Goodell even off the fucking fan oh, stream. That's so bad. Fire, bro. That's just going to be tradition for now on. Boo and Roger Goodell. Chris, like, I was booing him, too. Chris Italian in the chat brings up a good point. Coaches don't get tested for cocaine. So if we go back to the Cliff Kingsbury picture of his fucking crib during the draft. Yeah, I would imagine when you, I would imagine when you close on that house, it just comes with, like, uh, you know, a bag of Molly, ketamine, cocaine. Right. I'm sure that house just That's comes with you drugs. You see that house? That is beautiful. That house is beautiful. Like, it I is. would have a line. For the draft, the line of bitches right outside that window, like <laughs> hell yeah. You know what kind of glass that is? That's that's fuck me up against this glass glass right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not regular that glass. That's, 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 that's non streak. <laughs> that's non streak, pure fucking. Yeah. I'm gonna rub my face, my hands, my tits, and ass <laughs> on that glass. Can't be stupid. I'm just sitting there like tonight. <laughs> just chilling. Oh, you know, hey, don't worry about me. Unreal. I love it. he's got the he's got the shoes with no socks. You know that's a real Miami shit. He's yeah, in Arizona, but that's no a real socks. Miami shit. Yeah, he really he really he's got great style, man. The guy's fucking. It looks like a commercial ad. To be honest with you. Hey, who took the picture, bro? It's gotta be a bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be a hot bitch. White cow. Yeah, I mean, I gotta notice uh, that shit. You know you're you know you're a. Cleanly person when you have a fucking forty foot long white couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unreal. Fucking good stuff. You know they don't fuck in that room. You know they don't fuck on the couch. Small things in this draft. Notice the small things in this draft is very important. Chris Italia uh, also checking in. The house costs two hundred k in Scottsdale, two hundred million in New York City. <laughs> He's probably right. Yeah. Probably right. Uh, um, A Dub. Uh, since we got you on the line, what do you think about your Lions, man? Oh, bro, I was happy, but I was. it was even funnier seeing Tua not picked in the third round. And then they, they showed him. They was talking about him like the Lions was about to pick him, and then the Lions said, Sight! We're about to take somebody else. And then they panned to Tua, and his head was down. <laughs> See, that's why I noticed. Dude, that's I love it. I love yeah, it. I don't. I love my New York Jets first-round pick. This guy right here, fucking Makai Beckham. 
He's fucking 6'7", 364 pounds. Look at the size of this fucker when he comes up on the screen. Look at this guy. Look at yeah, that guy. A gigantic Look at the size of this yeah. motherfucker. You know, when you, when you draft a player like that in the first round, that means like you really believe in your quarterback. Either that or Le'Veon yeah. Bell say, hey, listen, I'll hold he's out again, motherfucker, seven. if you don't give me some blockers. I mean, yeah, I mean, this guy that from NC State running up on Mekhi Becton in this photo when he's playing for Louisville. I mean, that's a football player, and Mekhi Becton's just like double the size of the fucking guy. He's huge. He's huge as fuck. And this is the guy, this, this is the guy at, the, at the Combine who's 364 pounds, 6'7", that ran a 5'140". Yeah. He's yeah. like the fastest for any guy his size ever. So I'm glad about that fucking pick. Yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of um my my Detroit folks, man. They were they were booing. They were they were they were salty about the Jeff Okuda pick, which I think Okuda is the best cornerback in the draft. I think it's a need. Okuda but, is uh, the best. I, everybody liked that. Even Donnie from Lars was like, I was shocked. Really, Donnie liked him. Yeah. That's a shit. That Donnie is a shock. Liked it, and he liked the running back pick for some reason. I like the running back pick too. What I what I the thing that I liked about it is that they got Jeff Akuda. The thing I didn't like about it is they could have traded back to like five or six and still got Jeff. Yes, Akuda. forget him and still got Jeff yeah. Akuda. Sure. They should have gave up a pick for it. How about the uh, the Dallas Cowboys becoming like the any giving Sunday team with the drafting of right? uh, C.D. Lamb and then they yeah. signed Amari Cooper. So they got two oh, prima donna wide receivers. They got a fucking quarterback. Who's not even that good, but wants to be the highest paid quarterback in the world. And then they have the goddamn, they have the, the running back in Ezekiel Elliott, who sat out for forever last year because he wasn't getting enough money. Terrible. In, in like two years, the fucking Cowboys are going to be fucking drama squad. Such drama Bro, squad. Bro, you have no idea, but I'll be honest with you. I love seeing Jerry Jones on his yacht. You know, in the, in the draft. <laughs> Jerry Jones. Oh my god! Yeah, Jerry Jones is the same one that fucking begged his son to take uh, Johnny Manziel. It looked Jerry Jones looked like he was right. picking players from the Starship Enterprise, <laughs> like that fucking room he was in. <laughs> right. Jerry Jones. What they do is they pump Jerry Jones for an hour a day. They pump Jerry Jones with as much fucking adrenaline as they can. They keep him on to get out of his bed. <laughs> yeah. Just so he can talk to the cameras and fucking make shit happen, and then he goes right back to sleep. That old fucker ain't even fucking running on like real people shit. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the draft was good, man. It was actually it was something for people to watch because we don't have anything. It was. It was new. I like seeing it from their houses, though. That was pretty cool. But I was noticing the little things, which you guys got to notice. Little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely noticed it, man. I definitely know. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, one more thing before we get you off. Uh, um, before we get you off, pause that. Before we get off the <laughs> Isolate line. Isolate that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why? You don't want to jack me off? If you jack me off with two hands, I'm in. <laughs> don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Uh, we, we, know, we know you're a DJ A-Dub, a.k.a. Big Hammer, so we, we get it. We get it. Um, I'm Mr. Wood. What? You're what? You know who Mr. Wood is? Who's Mr. Wood? No. Come on, guys. Mr. Wood is the big black guy that everybody's been fucking posting. Oh, the big giant. Yeah, the guy with the giant. He's he's on black.com with the giant hammer. Yes. Like TMZ did a. That's how I know his name. TMZ did a thing on him. That's how you know his name. His real name is Mr. Wood. Mr. Wood's dick got drafted in the NFL yesterday to number nine to the New York Jets. He's right here. Oh, that's Mr. Wood. That's Mr. Wood. Like, this guy's, dick is, this guy's dick is the size of Mekhi Beckton. It's huge. It's fucking stupid. 
<laughs> right. He's like everywhere, dude. Mr. I'm about Wood. to send you guys a bunch of pictures. <laughs> yeah, no, look it up. I'll, 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 I'll bring it up. I don't know if I can because if his dick's in the picture, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> TJ just found Mr. Wood. God damn, oh, Mr. Wood. This yeah. motherfucker didn't get drafted. I got. <laughs> oh wow, this shit's crazy. The, right. the Raiders, I would have, we, we would have traded the, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round pick. <laughs> this motherfucker That's should funny. play hockey with that thing. He should play baseball yeah. with that thing. Uh, I tell you guys, Mr. Wood. Mr. Wood is yeah, a rare damn. breed of human one and has been reported. Uh, gene- uh, I'm just reading up on this guy. <laughs> I'm reading his stats. Yeah, dude, you got to read up. It's funny. It's uh, funny shit. Uh, He's everywhere. Uh, all right, word up. All right, guys. All right, thank you. I'll catch you guys soon. Yeah, there he goes, uh, DJ Adub, everybody, on the LR show. Look at Mr. Wood. On- God damn. <laughs> well, all right, then. Son of a bitch. Well, that was a good recap. Of, I thought, to be honest with you, I wasn't thinking the, uh, the NFL draft fucking segment was going to go too well at all, but it actually went really well. Actually, you're the only person that doesn't give a fuck about the draft. Just like you, just like I don't care you don't give a it. fuck about your golf talk. Yeah, like <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in the draft that you probably didn't pay attention to because you've been drunk and whacking up the Tiger Woods all weekend. That there's a lot of there's a lot of different shit that went down, man. Yeah, I just hope we get like an I hope we get like a football season though. I mean, I mean the draft is all that, well yeah. and good and getting excited about these players coming to your team. Is, is all well and good, but man, are they going to fucking play? I mean, are we going to see Rob Gronkowski uh, in a Tampa Bay Buccaneer uniform playing with fucking Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Buccaneer uniform? Are we going to see that in 2021? Or is the time, uh, you know, fucking, you know, uh, Brady might be fucking 45 by the time he takes the first snap with the Buccaneers. Who knows? Well, that, and you know what? That's a big concern, too, because if you think about this, like, like I'm a. Every, a lot of people know I'm a big Ravens fan, right? Mm. And and the Ravens, like, we are the best that we've ever been right now. And then plus with the draft, plus with the offseason signings of Clayus Campbell and shit. So we're kind of, like, sitting there like, man, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen this year before all these contracts start coming up in the next two, three years. So what the fuck if we don't have a season? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to let the contracts, you know, are they going to avoid the con- all the contracts for the season and roll them <clears> over <throat> in the next season? Right. You get what I'm saying? That's right. a big talk in the NFL. Not in the NFL, but as, as far as fans are concerned. Well, they were also- you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure in, the, in, the, in the front office, everybody's had this talk with the owners' association. They're, and everything, also talk- but- they're all talking about this stuff. I mean, speculating about it with the, the MLB season coming up with, you know, having games being played in front of empty stadiums and this and that. I'm like, and people are, I don't know how they would ever work this out with the players union, but like cutting back because there's no money coming in from fans attending the games. I mean, the players might need to cut back on their salaries, what they get paid for this year because there's no other money coming in, you know, because they're playing in front of no empty stadiums. So is that going to be the case with the NFL if that comes back without a vaccine for the pandemic? You know, it, it, it definitely could, man. That's that's the thing. It, it if you really think about it, yeah, they they got enough money where they could play the season and still play the players mm. and blah, blah, blah. But let's keep it real, man. Rich people are rich people. They don't want to spend their own money. Right. You know what I mean? That's how they pay these guys is from other people's money. Rich people don't spend their own money. 
let's do a, a quick break. I want to find uh, a picture of Mr. Wood so we can share that after this. And I want to oh, get some God, coffee going. Go. I want to get some coffee. Uh, uh, real quick before we go, uh, I just I have to let. Um, We're not leaving. We're coming back. I know, but before I go to break, I have to say this before I forget about it. There is, there's, there's not a chance in hell, heaven, or anywhere else you believe in that the that the Cleveland Browns are going to ever, ever win anything, ever, ever win the division. No, they're not they're, ever. Well, not even. No, I'm not talking about winning a Super Bowl. Fuck the Super Bowl. That'll never happen. But. Never ever are they going to win the division. Something, so, there's something about the, the to uh, my Browns people, Kyle. To my Browns people that keep fucking texting, talking that shit. It ain't happening, Cleveland. Cleveland has that, Have been and they've always had it. They had that stench on them of ne- they're never going to be a good team, no matter who they put on the team. <laughs> they had, they're never. They have. They're a curse. <laughs> They, you just you you look at the Browns. You're like, hey, you know, they got nice uniforms, but they're just never going to turn out to be. No, shit. they don't have nice uniforms they, either. I mean, they're literally the Browns. They're the shit of NFL. They, they really they're are the Browns. You can take make an all star team of the NFL and put them all in a Browns uniform and have them play next year. They're gonna, you know, still win three games. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something about playing in Cleveland that fucks it up. I don't know. Hey, hey, you know what their theme song is? Uh, never gonna get it. Never gonna get oh, it. Go. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. I <laughs> will right, we'll take a break. We'll come back more lunaticradio.com show right after this. Yes, sir. Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. Here's Derek Gaines. Oh, right. oh <laughs> there he is, Derek Gaines. Everybody, oh. welcome, Derek, to the uh, Lunatic Radio oh, Show. What's going on? What's going on? on? Like, did I tell you I used to bomb a gospel show and shit when I first no, started? No, you never told me about you the supposed, They supposed to forgive you. No, they don't forgive The band played my ass off. It was pretty bad. And I was at, and I was at like a, I was at like an 800 seater, so I had to walk past all them niggas to get to the back. Oh, man. And bomb. Karen, you ready for this shit? Yeah, Best good. part of the bomb, it was right after Christmas, and me and my girl was on some uh, Eddie Murphy Raw shit, so we both had the little gloves with the holes in the knuckles. Oh, no. Shit. So I wore my... I wore mine on stage like a whole dickhead and fucking tried to do jokes at a gospel show doing sort of raw material. Like, it was, yeah. it was so bad. And I bombed bad in the crowd. And then, you know, but whatever. But I remember those, that was an epic bomb. 800 motherfuckers was like, because the whole thing was, it was a gospel like open mic. So you could do like gospel songs, gospel rap. Or whatever, whatever, and I was like, I was getting into stand up. I was just, I was getting into it. I was like, man, fuck that. I'm in my art. I'm gonna do it for God. I ain't gonna curse, but I'm gonna go out there and be kind of nice, right? So I have my little sweater, with my little dumb gloves on, looking the part, my hands on, bro. Looking like, the Eddie, bro. looking the Eddie Murphy part. Oh boy, are you making Did me anyone ever do uh, comedy on those shows? Huh? Anyone has no, I just took a shot. You were the first like, and yeah. last person to attempt and comedy, they, and they would just dog my ass, man. And I was like, all right, cool. And it was Philly. You know, you and do? it's Philly people. So and how like, often do they do that? Do they still every do Christmas. It? They used to do it every back in the day, but they don't do it anymore. Do it anymore. You know, it would be great. What's up? The ultimate redemption is. Yeah, and I go back and smash do that room and do that. Would be nuts. That's what we should. That's definitely what the plan would be for. But no, man, no, that's uh. That was that's that's humble beginnings. I got pennies thrown at me from balconies. But what, what, I'm sorry, we get on Karen. I'm sorry. No, no, it's cool. I love I love hearing the stand up because I'm I'm a, I'm a giant fan of stand up. I'm bombed on a boat, Karen. I bombed on a motherfucking boat. Well, was a really, party boat. Really, nowhere to go from there. It was in the beginning of the party, so I had to sail with them niggas. 
I had to sail with them till I got back. So I was just sitting in the corner, walking back and forth with the waves because I bombed. You don't want to party. You want to do the electric slide when you bomb, baby. That was a black party. They hated my ass. They hated me. Oh Wait, my so, god, they hated. So you bombed on a boat and you couldn't. There was nowhere else to go and once then, you were done. Here go the DJ. The DJ put me on death row. DJ, ready, Chris? DJ put me on death row. They partying already, drinking, carrying the fuck on. The DJ scratches the music off. Oh, yeah, we got some nigga doing comedy downstairs, y'all. So I'm going to cut this music off, and you'll go down there and go watch a perfect stranger fuck up your inside party. It's the whole family. It's the whole goddamn family. And I'm just standing up while they sitting down. I was, like, doing comedy in front of the cake. Oh, God, it was the worst. I'm going to kill chicken. the whole vibe of everybody's enjoyment right now. Oh, and you got to go listen came, to this. They didn't even look at me. They was eating, but like looking off and like doing that, that scoff chuckle that niggas do yeah. when they see a black dude that's not in a black circle. Oh, they gave me that. <laughs> they was like, I remember I was like, yeah, man, I was saying shit. I remember by the end of the set, I told him I was going to do my whole time because I got paid already. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to stay up here and do my shit. Fuck y'all. I mean, I was just like the family, blah, blah, blah. And then the cousins start standing up. The cousin, the, the, the comedians in the family. Forget that I looked at my clock. Finally, I had a minute left. I got some right, right, right. seconds. Forget that. I looked at my clock. Finally, I had a minute left. I got 60 seconds left. And I swear to God, the birthday girl who is turning 56. I swear to God, Chris, she stood up from the whole family birthday girl. Cause you know, they're going to listen. It was like, she was uh, verbatim. Are you ready for this? She's 56 years old. She said, uh, uh-uh, uh, nigga, you got 10 seconds left. Ten, <laughs> nine, eight. Then the whole family joined in like a fucking oh, choir. Seven, six, five, four. Oh. And then I had to go upstairs. So the woman that booked me was pissed. So she came up to me. She was like, I'd like some of my money back. I was like, it's not going to happen because you set me up for the bullshit. So I'm going to enjoy this little fish plate that y'all gave me. I appreciate it. Is this white the gravy worst, with the bacon? The I was like, this is nice. The part of this is that you can't get off the boat. Can't get off can't, the boat. Yeah, so I sit there and be mad. How long before you got off the boat? It was two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> Because they had to go re-drink to get back into the fucking zone. So you got to understand, at first, they was all pissed. Like, who the fuck? What was that? And then they started drinking and carrying on. Oh, he all right, I guess. Let him stay in the corner, though. So it's like, and on top of that, my boy that gave me the gig, the girl didn't tell me it was an all-white party. I walked on there with a pair of jeans and an orange polo shirt. Oh, shit. Been like a whole dickhead. Was so this I, New York City? No, this is Philadelphia. I was oh on the spirit God. of Philadelphia. Spirit I'm on the Delaware River at that, bombing. At that point, they should just give you a life raft. Here, here, it was so bad. It's like if the boat was on fire, it would look like a Viking's funeral. That's how bad Like it was. Just, you know, they send you off in the burnt boat. Off in, in the yeah. fucking... This fucking, oh my god, that's hilarious. What up, everybody? LR Radio Broadcast, TJ the Mayor in uh, the great state of Michigan. Uh, on the on the shorelines of Lake Erie. Yes, sir. Word uh, up, TJ. Uh, during the break, show me uh, sent me a picture of DJ Adub who was just on the phone with us talking about the NFL draft. Uh, fucking, uh, that was a great photo. <laughs> I was actually trying. Yeah, it to- looks like he got drafted, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to grab it. Uh, let's see if I can fucking grab that. Quickly, see if you can grab it, put it on the screen because yeah. A-Dub, when he was calling in, I just got a. <laughs> my friend Kyle and Caitlin sent me this picture of A Dub calling in with with our screen in the background, and it actually looks like it, it looks he, like he, he got yeah. from Bill Belichick. It looks like he got drafted. 
Uh, let me see. There. Yeah, here it is. Maybe I can just bring it up here. Boom. Come on. Damn you, TV. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to get it. I just had it all fucking... Let me see. Uh, DJ Adub. There he is. All right. Why is it going to show this? Why doesn't the fucking thing show with this? Show this. I don't know. Show my screen. talking to me about it? Show my screen. Uh, it's not going to work, TJ. I don't think. I got to download. Okay, I got to download. Um, all right. Well, anyway. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. LR oh. radio program. Uh, oh, there it is. Look at that. No. All right. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Derail the show. Um, yeah, fucking A, man. Uh, we will be broadcasting, apparently, from the uh, the Stan NYC's YouTube page tomorrow with Rock and the great, um, actually, on the, on the radio program, comedian Joe Pontillo will be joining us. Uh, Joe did the show with us way back when. He's only done the show with us once, but we had a great time with him. Uh, he's a very funny guy, local Long Island, uh, New York City, metropolitan area comedian. Uh, he's a funny dude. Um, he's a great writer. And uh, he'll be on the on the radio show tomorrow on Sunday with Rock and I. Uh, and for the people who listen on podcasts, you're getting three podcasts this week. A lot of quarantine content coming out of the Lunatic Radio uh, variety of radio programs. So that's good. Yeah, good stuff. And then uh, going down the line, we'll see what else happens. You know, get some more guests in here. I have an idea for a fucking guest that I really want to pull off. I'm not going to fucking mention anything about it, but I think it will be fucking fantastic if I can get this lined up so we're trying to pump more guests through the show get different personalities incorporated with the radio programs and uh let's make some content for the people who have nothing to watch out there because they're stuck at home because this goddamn virus is everywhere go ahead tj what do you think i I was letting you go for a minute i didn't know i didn't know where you were going you were i thought you were building up you were really Mm. really getting there to fucking have a spaz out moment how are you doing in quarantine kieran because you i i feel like you're living your best life right now i'm living my best life i got really fucked up last night (laughs) (laughs) you know it it, nothing has really changed for me i'm a single i'm uh, i am uh the poor man's version the way poor man's version of cliff kingsbury uh, my my uh, bachelor pad is it's about the size you know, of his TV. <laughs> well, you know, you're actually you're just like Cliff Kingsbury, except for you don't have his money, you don't have uh, his women. I don't have his. I'm not as tall. His house. He's, he's you probably got his, abs. I don't have that anymore. You don't have his. Hey, yeah. Intellect. It's you, t- it's tomorrow's show, yeah, but I, you're almost like him. It's tomorrow's show a fundraiser for for something or something like that for Chris's uh, comedy club and staff. No, but we, we could do something like that down the line coming in from John D. Noodle. Um, that would be something great. Uh, what's in the mug, Kieran? Coffee. Coffee. Kieran drinks coffee after Kieran has 13,000 beers the previous night before. That's what I, I try to hide. Is that Ringo? Is that old Ringo in the chat room? Johnny, Johnny Bermudez? A.K.A. Johnny Ringo, a.k.a. Johnny Utah in the chat room. Uh, if you want to call in, 716-325-0299. Uh, if you want to get on the radio broadcast, if you want to talk bikini beans, this is a uh, Johnny Johnny Ringo. Uh, one of the fellows in our chat room is the one that really turned me on to the bikini beans, and uh, he will be uh, he will be thrilled to know that I do updated news on the bikini bean bikini bean barista about two blocks from the LR flagship studio. Is, is one of those girls Johnny's girlfriend? Oh, dude! If if it was one of his girlfriends, I would be I would be excited. 
because Johnny would certainly because, be kind enough to share pictures of yeah. uh, of uh, you know who he did, you know who he never shared pictures with. Oh, you know what I can do right now. You know, you know, you know what Johnny never who who he never shared pictures with. Who you? The black guy. <laughs> the black. Yeah, Everybody right? talked about his girl's booty, <laughs> and then he's like, "But I'm not showing the black guy." Uh, Bill Lundberg checking in. Yeah, but Cliff Kingsbury doesn't have a still lit Christmas tree in his living room. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they know you so well, Karen. Right. Hey, give me a minute because I'm going to go grab something. I was going to do this on tomorrow's show, but I'll do it do it on uh, tonight's show. We got a we got a nice package sent to us from uh, uh, Bill Lundberg there in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, did me, we now? Let me go grab it. Hold on, give me one second. Oh my God! Anyway, while Kieran's gone, let's have a real show for once. Um, wait, yeah, wait, so I'm anyway, back, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize it was right here. Uh, what, what's in the box, Kieran? What's yeah, in the fucking box? It's not a head or anything, but this is not the, the Dave Portnoy's unboxing challenge or anything. That guy's been unboxing gifts for fucking two weeks. I feel like, but uh, yeah, we got to. We got. I got to thank uh, Bill Lumberg out there who sent the package of goodies to the LR show. It's pretty much LR swag. Um, yeah, he, he created all, he created all these, uh, these things. He, he sent uh, rock and I and TJ, uh, Comprende dickhead fucking shirts, black and white versions of the Comprende dickhead. It's the, uh, you ever, you ever seen revenge of the nerds too? Yeah. 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 It's the moment where the, uh, the alpha beta guy is at the pool. No shit. Yeah, and it says Comprende dickhead. <laughs> It's a clip. We oh, used to, wait, a, wait, wait. That black one's yours because it says medium on it. Yeah, no, yeah. Need that one. He also sent, You're the only person from the show that wears a medium. I guarantee that. They also sent two beer koozies, LR beer koozies that say, how about go fuck yourself on the back of them. So it's got the LR stamp. Thing. Wow. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. And the, What else we got, Kieran? Just some other shit, you know, like uh, he, he sent uh, stickers with the... Weed? The kid, Comprende, no, it looks like it's in week. Oh. It's not like uh, Comprende dickhead stickers and more LR, uh, you know, bumper stickers and LR stamp logo bump, uh, stickers. So we're going to try yeah, to distribute this That's stuff. What's up. Try to distribute this stuff to uh, the people around to listen to the show and stuff. It'll be good, man. Fucking A. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's definitely awesome, man. Uh, folks want to really DM. Folks want to DM me at Lunatic Radio on Instagram or Twitter with their uh, their name and their address. I'll send you some fucking stickers, man. Girls, you- if you want to DM Kieran with a naughty photo, honestly, that is and- true. If you want to DM me, oh, hold on, I got this, Kieran. You just you just you because I, well, no, I, I don't I don't get- want you to I fuck wanna- this up for yourself. Mm. People want the Girls. koozies. People want the koozies. People want the LR. Girls. I know the LR koozie is going to be a big thing. If you if you want to send Kieran a picture of them tatas, oh. DM a picture of the tatas, and then once you get their stickers, put your stickers covering your nipples and the tatas. We can post them on the show. Yes, I would like. Uh, just DM me if you want. If you want a. Uh, <laughs> See how shy he gets. He can't even fucking DM right. If you want. Um, Hold on. You got Tuddy's hoes. They're all in quarantine right now, Kieran. You got Tuddy's hoes, what you really want. They're willing to do it all. If you want, yeah, if you want a sticker or anything like that, uh, DM me at Lunatic Radio with your name and your address, and I'll mail, uh, mail them out to you. That'll be fucking good for you. Good for some of the people to get some stickers out there. We haven't done that in a really long time on this radio. We haven't, we haven't done that in a really long time on this radio uh, program. So we like to give stuff away to folks. 
So, uh, yeah, we'll do that. It'll be fucking great. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to get this A-dub fucking thing up there, and I can't fucking do it because if I close everything, it's all going to get fucked. Hey, uh, did you uh, did you get the picture I sent you of that beer? Oh, I have that. The articles. Yeah, I have that, too. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. It's right here. <laughs> out, of the yeah, Wall, so, out of the Wall Street so actually, Journal. Uh, we're, we're in a crisis right now, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Like, we, there's there's a ton of beer right now. Um, there's millions of kegs yeah. that need like, to be that you can't throw them out in the street because you can't you can't just put anything into the environment. You know what I mean? You have, there's protocols you have to do and a bunch of different stuff you have to do pH levels, whatever. And so all these kegs of millions of kegs of beer they need a home. People, what the fuck are you doing out there? <laughs> John You're worried about fucking going out there and get toilet paper? You're worried about getting hand sanitizer? And they have millions of kegs that they need to get rid of. Yeah, out of the Wall Street Journal's uh, Twitter feed, uh, uh, what to do with a million kegs of stranded beer. The coronavirus pandemic left unused beer in stadiums, concert halls, restaurants, and bars around the country. Now brewers and distributors facing uh, sizable losses have to figure out what to do with all that fucking beer and alcohol. So there you go. Uh, it's, it's, I guess that's a fucking problem. John D. Noodle in the chat room checking in. LR branded respirators with the with the words "pussy breathing" on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real listener right there. John D. Noodle again from fucking. Germany. Wow. Do you still do we still have that sounder? I don't even know where that sounder is at anymore. Uh. Oh man, that was a sounder from about six months ago that Kieran used uh. ten times that show. That, that is a disgusting act. Oh no, I don't have the. That gotta get, I, gotta, I don't think I, it's here. I don't think it's in the, none of the shit no more. It, it's not. It's not in here anymore. Uh, that's great. John man, D- shout out to John D. Noodle, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you to Bill Lumberg for all the swag, man. So everybody, please, uh, if you want, I love to distribute it for folks. Uh, I want to give it, give the stickers out to folks. So. I think uh, Bill Lumberg's fucking willing. That fucking beer koozie, the beer koozies, could be a popular item. And Bill Lumberg could have all the proceeds. That could be a fucking popular item. He's the one that created it. He put the LR stamp logo on there. The how about go fuck yourself right there. It's the old school f- callback to a joke we did, I don't know, <laughs> maybe fucking 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a fucking, that's a good one, man. I can't wait to use the beer koozie. I'm going to use the beer koozie tonight. Fucking A. No, okay, I'm going to drink tonight. I'm fucking going to drink tonight, but I'm not going to go overboard because I got to get up tomorrow. And fucking you have a lot to do tomorrow. Okay. And we know how you get when you're hungover. Yeah. Kieran, Kieran drinks on a Friday and sleeps on Saturday until like four o'clock p.m. Yes, I do. It's fucking ridiculous. I can't much. wake up with a headache. So I try to outsleep it. And no one's asking me to get up. No one's asking me to get up. So I don't get up. Fuck it. Yeah. But you know what, though? If you get up and move around your hangover. It's done, over with. You feel great. Johnny Uto, a.k.a. Johnny Bermuda, is in the chat room. The bikini girls need to head over there. Well, yeah, of course. We need we need a whole roundtable fucking discussion with the bikini girls. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I just would act, like to ask questions of their boobs and asses. I really don't really care what's going on uh, upstairs. They can talk about their drinks. I don't think... Kid, when You you went down there, right? Uh, TJ, one, one show we did with uh, Chris Italia. Yeah, it was they, me, you, and Chris. And I went, went down there. And they were they were all down to get on the show, but they couldn't get a hold of their boss because it's a there's a disclaimer. Like, uh, you're not allowed to take pictures. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of different things that come along with being a bikini barista. And um, 
and they couldn't get a hold of the the person that was in charge of whatever that was because it was like I want to say it was it was it was not late late but it was in the evening it was it was dark out that's for sure. Mm. And so they couldn't do anything without us. Bill Lumberg checking in. I'll make sure all the regulars get beer koozies. Well, we got to set that up. You need you need to get some money for your your efforts there, Bill Lumberg. Okay, yeah. Let's you know what? Let's set that up. Okay, so let let let's do this after the show. We'll we'll figure it out like the details of it. But all you LR fans out there, if you could please DM Kieran at Lunatic Radio um, on on Instagram, or you can hit him up at uh, Kieran McCann on Facebook. You can hit me up at uh, TJ the Mayor on instagram uh tj madison on facebook uh you know whatever hit us up on youtube you can chat in here whatever we'll get this done for you guys like if you guys want some koozies you guys are willing to rep and send us some pictures too we'll post them on air you know what i mean we'll get we'll get this fucking movement going i want to get i really wanted to get that dj adub photo but i just fucking can't do it at least if i can do it quick let me see let me see uh Listen, A Dub, I got I got koozies, t-shirts, I got a bunch of shit for you. Matter of fact, when the when the uh, when the bay opens back up and the blue marlin opens back up, I'm gonna have something for your DJ booth. I promise. His yeah. infamous DJ booth. Have you ever seen his infamous? Have I ever? Yeah, I sent you. Call her, you're on the air. Go DJ ahead. Booth. Sorry, TJ. Call her, you're on the air. Yo, yo, yo. Race car Johnny, word up. Go ahead. What up? So I heard you guys talking about koozies and beer. Just really quick. Karen, Google NASCAR beer drinking cup. NASCAR beer drinking cup. NASCAR beer. Poss- possibly an engineering miracle. Drinking. All right. Is there going to be images of it? Am I going to fuck around here? Let me see. Oh, boy. Let me see. Uh, when you drink out of it, it doesn't obscure your eye vision while you're watching the race. Are you shitting me? I'm trying, I'm trying to find out. Hey. I, hey. I'm just saying, I mean, that thing is Wait. pretty much, it should be in like a Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, I do see it right here. Fucking hell, look at this fucking thing. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see if I can grab this and, and show it to people. This is this is goddamn ridiculous. Uh, it's fucking amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing ridiculous. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Come on, bring it up. Oh, shit. This is dope. Yeah, you see it? what's cracking. You see it right there? It's up. What up, though? Race car Johnny in the building. What's up, man? This is this is great. Where where is it? I'm Fuck. Just, where'd just, it go? I'm just coming through with a little bit of knowledge. You know, there it in. is. There it is. It's called it's called the cup. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. There it is. There it is. The cup. It, NASCAR ESPN. The cup. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it, you you drink out of it and it does obscure your eyes from you know. The, that is a little ridiculous, but it is funny. Good for no, you. It makes Every sense. sporting event should have it. Every sporting <laughs> it event. It makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, but you're taking away the amount of beer you could have in the cup, right? What what kind of what kind of uh <laughs> Kieran always thinking about the fucking dumb shit. Uh, no. Uh, it's I'll a fucking you. it's a cup you can drink and watch. And you fill your beer with it. Yeah. Get out of here, Mets fans. Jeez. I'm not a yeah, Mets fan. I'm a fucking goddamn Yankee fan. Oh, Yankees fan. Oh, I want to get drunk quick. I mean, I don't care about my eyes. I really don't care about the game. I just want the alcohol. It gives me a reason to drink. <laughs> I don't need this fucking cup. They can just make it bigger. Mm. That is true. They can make it bigger. Uh, yeah, there, there you go. How there many? You go. I'm going to look this up. How, I'm going to look up how many ounces is in this thing. 
Uh, Noodle might have to out. pay for shipping. I gotta shipping. go. I gotta go. You guys All have right, a go. good evening. Right, there you go. Well, there, thanks for there, checking in, Race yeah. Car Johnny. Race Car Johnny. There he goes. Uh, yeah, the cup by NASCAR. There you go. Fucking A, bro. Um, yeah. Let me, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get some, um, some shit up here. This is a DJ Adub. Just, uh, just a moment ago when we were on the, uh, the phone with him. And it is a good fucking photo. Let me see. Uh, this is like in, in show fucking good. Oh God. Is it right here? Fuck. God damn it. I'm going, I'm going way too far for this. I'm going way too far for this, but there he is. Let me see if I can just uh, do this. And there we go. And let's see. He's uh, pulling this up. Um, Shout out. Oh, there he goes. There he is. Yeah, there he is. You see it? There's DJ Adol. Yeah. As we're doing the show. It looks like Belichick just called him. (laughs) It looks like he was just drafted. (laughs) With the 177th pick. God damn it. 2020. Putting Bay draft. Look at that. Yes. Mark Matisse selects fucking A-Dub. Aaron A Dub won't say his last name because we own live. There he is. Yeah, look, he's got us on the big screen. Shit, not bad. Good job, A Dub. De- de- defensive tackle for the Putin Bay Marlins. There he is. All right, well there you go. It took me a while to get that on the fucking screen. All right, folks. Doesn't he look? He looks more excited than any of the fucking draftees I've seen. <laughs> And he's only talking to us. <laughs> right. He's only talking exactly. to us. He's very excited. Uh, here Maybe we, go. we should have live covered the draft. I didn't think about it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Hell of a radio broadcast tonight. I am sweating my ass off because it is now 100 degrees in the uh, Phoenix, Arizona area. Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Fuck metropolitan you. Arizona. I don't even know what they call it out here. Uh, short chugs for uh, Puddin' Bay Marlins. Yes, sir. Uh, there you go. Uh, you guys catch the Michael Jordan ESPN special? Phenomenal. I have not watched that yet. Uh, what the fuck? Are you serious? I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah. Cause you... Alright, well, uh. you gotta watch it and then we'll talk about it next Saturday. Word up. Alright, thank you everybody for we'll checking out. We'll talk about out. the first four episodes. Thank you to Race Car Johnny for calling. Thank you to DJ Adub for calling. Thank you to everybody in the chat room. Uh, uh, John D. Uh, Noodle. Uh, by the way, thank you. Big thanks to Bill Lumberg for all the swag. Man, that was cool. I was going to do that on tomorrow's show, but I'm going to certainly wear some of the t-shirts on tomorrow's show. And uh, yeah, uh, people, please DM me at Lunatic Radio with your name and your, uh, your uh, mailing address. I'll send you some stickers if you need some. Well, that'll be good. Uh, yeah, thank you to TJ. TJ, final word, go ahead. Nothing. All right, perfect. <laughs> Later. <laughs>